For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Water rescues, new images of storm damage, and rain totals reaching nearly five inches in some areas without signs of stopping. It was literally at the top step. Hear from a woman rescued with her dog and husband from a home surrounded by several feet of water. And new reports of trees down and flooding. WRL has team coverage of the areas to avoid on your commute. Flash flooding is the biggest concern from today's WRAL Weather Alert Day. I'm tracking what to expect tonight and the soaking rain that will continue through your weekend. Right now at 7, the rain just won't let up, and it's causing some serious issues across the area, mainly dangerous flooding. And all you have to do is look at the dual Doppler 5000 to know why. Thank you for joining us. I'm Gerald Owens. On the radar, you see flood warnings in effect from Durham, Orange, and Chatham counties at this hour. We have live team coverage from some of those areas. We talk with a family rescued from rising floodwaters. We show you the flooding blocking roads, and we'll get you up to date on the power outages. But first, let's get over to meteorologist Cat Campbell in the WREL Severe Weather Center. Cat. Lot to talk about, Gerald. Heavy rain continues to fall, especially around Wake County down towards Sanford and Moore County. Harnett County also seeing some of this heavier rain, and we continue to see this rain pushing off to the east. Looking closer on the dual Doppler 5000 radar, we zoom in, you can see some heavy rain pushing through Wake County, also making its way toward Johnston County, and more showers falling in Rocky Mount as well as Roanoke Rapids. We do have flood warnings in effect in parts of Durham, Orange, and and Chatham counties until 9 p.m. tonight. Those are some of the areas where we could see some localized flooding and ponding on the roadway. So please be careful if you're going to be driving this evening into tonight, especially since the rain is likely to continue. Hoke County starting to see some heavier rain push in and also some heavy rain in Harnett County. And this is a lot of rain that we've seen. Almost five inches of rain, 4.71 inches in Pittsburgh, over four inches on the Harnett and Wake County line, about three and a half inches now in Chapel Hill and Apex over three inches in Fuquay Arena in Durham and counting from here. We could see an additional one to three inches of rain on top of those numbers that I just showed you. Rainfall potential on our latest models showing two to three inches from the Triangle South and one to two inches in our northern counties. Eric Miller is in the breaking news tracker following some serious flooding in Chapel Hill tonight, Eric. Yeah, that's right, Kat. These, uh, these are some apartments just off of South Estes Drive near the intersection with North Fordham Boulevard. And you can see the entrance, the exit, any way in or out of these apartment units. It is completely flooded right now. You take a look at some of this video, you can get a closer look here. We probably have three to four inches of water over to the roadway here. This is coming from a nearby creek and lake. And from what we've heard from residents in this area, this is a consistent issue every time they have a major storm. Take a listen. It happens not too often, but it happens often when it's a very big thunderstorm that happens around here. It's a lake over here, so it overflows here, and it goes all the way down there. 
So within the last 30 minutes, crews from the city of Chapel Hill, they've actually come in here. They've sealed off this neighborhood. They're not letting any residents come in or go out. We've seen folks actually having to carry their groceries down the street as they try to get them home. Not necessarily a dangerous situation. This water, thankfully, far enough away from the buildings themselves, but still so frustrating for the folks that live here. Gerald? All right, Eric Miller live in Chapel Hill. Thank you, Eric. Tonight, a family and their dog were rescued after rising floodwaters trapped them in their Durham home. WRO's Aaron Thomas has been on the scene along South Street for hours now, and he joins us live. Aaron, in our earlier newscast, we saw how high that water had gotten. Has it had a chance to recede at all? Absolutely. That's the good news here, Gerald. We have been here for several hours and just to give you a point of reference of where the water levels stand right now, taking a look at this brick wall, you can see the water line over there. At one point, things got up to, we're told, about four feet per uh, Durham fire crews. And then over here on the front porch, in our earlier newscast around five and six o'clock, we did not see uh, two of these step so we can now see it we can also see some of the debris we have crews from the city of durham and other utility crews that are working to get uh, things uh, cleaned up we also spoke with the homeowners here i spoke with amanda and justin winter who live in this home uh, they have been keeping tabs on the rain but really didn't think much of it they had every intention of staying but here's what amanda had to say in terms of uh, water rescues we probably would have just like stayed not thinking it would have gotten in, but like the firefighters were like, it's going, you have to get out. So I think just like remembering that like anything can happen and just being safe yeah. rather than sorry. Yeah, safety first. And tonight, uh, Durham Fire Department did share some images with WREL. It shows uh, both Amanda and Justin and their dog being rescued uh, by these uh, rafters here. And also coming back here live here on South Street, you have one of those homeowners that's still out here. Uh, the crews that were actually tending to one of the gas lines, they have since turned off the power because they were worried about water levels uh, reaching one of the meters. And they also have uh, one of these little uh, hoses here uh, to try to drain some of the remaining water out into a nearby creek so and in the meantime uh, the family tells me that water did not get inside that home and they do have a group of friends to stay with in the meantime Gerald oh, so this had a good ending Aaron Thomas live in Durham thank you Aaron I'm Mark Boyle in the Live Center continuing our team coverage right now looking at the flight situation. There are some issues up and down the East Coast. Charlotte, Raleigh seeing a handful of delays and cancellations. We are expecting to see those numbers roll over just a bit tomorrow as the rain continues to push through our area this weekend. The traffic situation actually not terrible. There are a couple of crashes, but the majority of the map you can see behind me is green. That is some good news indicating the roads are all right, even though we are seeing a lot of slick conditions. A live look at I-40 and even ferry moving along still here this evening at seven o'clock. We'll continue to monitor the conditions as they change here in the live center. Thank you, Mark. A dramatic scene earlier today in Sanford when a tree crashed through this home with six people inside. Emergency crews had to rescue three people who were trapped in a bedroom. They all got out safely, though one person did suffer minor injuries. The tree also took down some power lines. Firefighters say lightning sparked a fire at two homes in Wake County. Look at this one right here, a townhome with flames shooting through the roof. This was on Misty Pike Drive. That's uh, near US 401 and 1010 Road. The people who lived there were able to get out without injury. In Fukuyama Arena, lightning blamed for this house fire on Jake's View Point. At least one child was sleeping when the fire started in the attic. Again, everyone got out safely here as well. 
With another WREL weather alert day tomorrow and flooding threats expected to last into Sunday, you'll want to keep your phone or tablet close by with the WREL weather app and the notifications turned on. Any changes in the weather or new warnings or watches in your area will be sent right to your phone. Making parades safer for those watching and participating. That's the idea behind a new bill in the General Assembly in response to the accident that killed 11-year-old Haley Brooks during the Raleigh Christmas Parade. Chelsea Donovan has more on the safety measures being proposed. After the tragedy here during the Raleigh Christmas Parade, Raleigh and other municipalities tightened their parade safety measures. But now a state senator representing Granville County wants stricter measures statewide. The Raleigh Christmas Parade, a festive holiday tradition for so many families, just like the Brooks family. We went to the parade as a family of five. And the Brooks family left a family of four after 11-year-old Haley Brooks, a dancer in the parade, was hit and killed by this truck. The driver, 20-year-old Landon Glass, is charged in her death. Glass had a number of vehicle infractions before the parade, including six citations for failing to get his vehicle inspected. They are completely driven by a desire to continue their daughter's legacy. The Brooks family lives in Granville County, represented by State Senator Mary Wills Bodie. Lives and families have been changed in in significant ways. She's the primary sponsor of this bill, the Shine Like Haley Parade Safety Act. When you're driving and you've got kids running out to get candy, you've got dancers, you've got marching bands, you've got all kinds of stuff going on. The bill is twofold to protect parade goers and drivers too. It would apply to municipalities in the state with a population of 35,000 or more. Float drivers must be 25 and have their vehicle inspected a week before the parade by either fire or police and that vehicle must be registered and insured. Many families think that this is just part of the process for parades, and it's not. And so um, there is a big gap here. The city of Raleigh recently changed their parade requirements ahead of St. Patrick's Day. They're similar to this bill, but Bodie says this would be statewide. It's a privilege to be able to help um, facilitate uh, the continuation of their daughter's legacy. The bill will have to go through several committees before it's passed. Bodie says that two representatives from Granville County also plan to file a companion bill. Chelsea Donovan, WRAL News, Raleigh. Attorneys for the family of Jada Johnson have filed a federal lawsuit against the Fayetteville police officers accused of shooting her 17 times. Police were called to the 22-year-old's grandparents' home last, last year in July because she was suffering a mental crisis. Now, at some point, Johnson pulled a gun and pointed it at her head. Attorneys for the family say when she put it down, police tackled her and shots were fired. We're told one officer continued firing his weapon while she was on the floor and posed no threat. Johnson was shot in front of her two-year-old daughter and her grandparents. And what I saw was murder and escalation. There was a total lack of humanity and compassion. And those officers, I'm asking you now to arrest them today for murdering our baby. The SBI has completed its probe into the case and has turned it over to the state attorney general's office. Police are looking for a man who robbed a bank in Garner this afternoon. Officers say the man entered the PNC on Highway 70 and passed a note to the clerk implying he had a weapon. 
The man took off in a black vehicle with an undisclosed amount of money. This is just one of several recent bank robberies in Wade County. We are, we are learning more about a serious crash in Raleigh. Police say it was caused by street racing. Still ahead, what else we know about the investigation tonight? Plus, artificial intelligence is changing the world we live in. It is making a lot of things easier, but some people have concerns. A new project out of UNC Chapel Hill is working to understand the morals and the ethics of this new technology. And as we head to break a live look at Durham where flood warning is in effect, meteorologist Kat Campbell will have your full forecast and the impact this will have over the holiday weekend. Still ahead. Some breaking news coming in right now out of the state of Texas. A federal judge there making a ruling that could change access to abortion pills. This is the headline right here. A federal judge suspending the FDA's longtime approval of abortion pill. This is key. It, however, gives the government seven days to appeal this. This would impact access nationwide. We'll see how this unfolds in about a week from now. Back to you. Yeah, major ruling there. Mark, thank you. A serious crash in Raleigh was caused by street racing. Our breaking news tracker was at the scene this morning at Lake Wheeler Road in Centennial Parkway. That's right near the farmer's market. WRO's Eric Miller has new details for us. The damage here off Lake Wheeler Road is unmistakable. Car parts left scattered on the ground alongside the bark blown off this tree with crime scene tape still tied around the trunk. The hallmarks of dangerous driving on city streets. Wake Raleigh, Wake Raleigh, EMF 10, trauma alert. The calls came in right around 2.20 this morning. A woman trapped in a car, her injuries serious. She was pinned in just extricated. She is being ventilated at this time. Raleigh police say these are the consequences of street racing. In a release, the department says two cars were weaving back and forth at high speed eastbound on Centennial Parkway heading towards Lake Wheeler Road. One driver then lost control and slammed into two different trees. That driver, 24-year-old Jocelyn Morrison, was rushed to the hospital with serious injuries. One patient confirmed the other driver, 25-year-old Jada Balin, was arrested. She's now charged with felony serious injury by vehicle as Raleigh police continue to investigate. Now, this crash here is just the latest consequence of street racing in the city of Raleigh. Just three weeks ago, a Garner man was arrested for causing a deadly three-car crash on Atlantic Avenue. In Raleigh, Eric Miller, WRAL News. The Durham City Council considering funding that would protect cyclists on the road. This comes after its budget director was killed while riding his bike last week in Orange County. As WRO's Destiny Patterson reports, cyclists say this is just the beginning. This is one of the locations where reflective plastic bollards would go up if City Council approves the funding to get the project started here in Durham. The cost is estimated at more than $198,000. A large portion of that money would come from a federal grant. I'm glad it's coming to fruition. The proposal comes just one week after City Budget Director and Renaissance man John Allure was killed while riding his bike in Orange County. It's hard to believe that John's gone. And a little more than a month after cyclist Noah Goyette was thrown from his bike in Durham due to people illegally parking in the biking lane. A problem he says he's reported to the city's Durham One Call service system at least 20 times over the last six months. 
the fact that it even happened, it blows my mind. The North Carolina Transportation Department recommends physical separation from vehicle lanes on streets, averaging more than 6,000 vehicles per day or average vehicle speeds at or above 35 miles per hour. These flex posts protecting bike lanes is really a temporary solution. Organizations like Bike Durham have openly discussed the need for more biker and pedestrian safety in the city, specifically by implementing a recommitment to the Vision Zero program, which aims to eliminate traffic fatalities and severe injuries. Destiny Patterson, WREL News, Durham. UNC Chapel Hill has launched a new initiative called the AI Project. Experts from the philosophy, linguistics, and computer science departments are coming together to research and discuss artificial intelligence. PhD student Peter Hasse tells WRAL these technologies are growing and developing faster than experts predicted. He explains the system he's studying right now. We know how to build them, but we really don't have a good understanding of how individual decisions get made. And the AI still are largely in this kind of black box category of like, we, we just, it's hard to inspect what they're thinking, why they draw the conclusions they do. Researchers at UNC will tackle big questions of intelligence, reality, and ethics going forward. Boys, well, it's a rainy day across the entire area, including Clinton. You can see there, uh, this is a live look at that. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us again from the WREL Severe Weather Center. Kat, behind you is as close to a slam dunk forecast as you can get. It's a 100% chance for rain all day tomorrow. It is going to be another washout, and this is just going to add more and more rain to what we've already seen, which has been significant in some areas. And because of this, we have issued tomorrow a WREL weather alert day once again. Flooding would be the main concern tomorrow. We don't expect to see any severe storms, but just heavy rain and flooding. The dual Doppler 5000 radar continues to show some heavy rain in southern Wake County, right where we saw some of the heavy rain this morning. Northern Harnett County seeing some heavier band of rain as well. Elsewhere, we are seeing a pretty steady rain this evening, and that's expected to continue into tonight. Current temperature. 46 degrees with that rain coming down about an 80% chance for rain as we head into the late night hours and then by tomorrow that's when we get up to that 100% chance future cast continues to show the heavier rain slowly pushing to the south tonight it may arrive toward Fayetteville Goldsboro and Wilson by 11 o'clock after that it's scattered showers overnight. I think we could see the intensity let up of the rain a little bit overnight, but we would see the intensity going back up again tomorrow with widespread rain expected throughout the day. You can just see on future cast as we go throughout the day. It stays green pretty much everywhere all day long. We are going to be keeping a very close eye on Easter Sunday. Some runs of future cast this one in particular showing a slower exit of the rain on Sunday. A chance for rain in the morning the way it looks right now, but meteorologist Mike Mays will have a closer look at brand new model data coming up tonight at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 on WRAL as we work to really fine tune your Easter Sunday forecast. The forecast for tomorrow, it's widespread rain from the mountains to the coast. The coast seeing the cooler temperatures arrive after reaching the low 70s today. The big drop for them coming tonight into tomorrow. Tomorrow for us, we are only in the mid to upper 40s. 
Easter Sunday, taking a look at temperatures, we warm up about 10 degrees, highs in the upper 50s, and we do have a chance for some rain in the eastern half of North Carolina. That would mainly come during the first half of the day or the morning hours. As I mentioned before, check in for an update with Mike Mays tonight. Our rainfall totals that we have seen since midnight, about two inches in Raleigh, over three inches in Fuquay Barina. About an inch and a half in Lewisburg, or just over about an inch and a half in Halifax as well. Roxborough, 0.63 inches, and Siler City, 2.61 inches. Just east of there in Pittsburgh, that's where we've had a nearly five-inch rainfall total reported. Still a good amount of rain in the southern part of the Triangle down into Sanford. Over an inch there in the areas that haven't seen as much yet. We expect the rain to fill in for you tonight and tomorrow. So those numbers are going to be going up fast for you. Easter Sunday, we have upper 50s in the forecast at 30% chance for rain right now. But a little uncertainty there. We do see improving weather the second part of Sunday and into next week. Lots of sunshine to help dry out our yards. But we've got to get past some chilly mornings. Upper 30s in the forecast Monday and Tuesday mornings. Back up to 81, though, by the time we get to Thursday, Gerald. I'll get some indoor projects done this weekend without any excuses now. There you go. I can't go outside for anything. Thanks, Kat. Still ahead of Raleigh Couples building their dream, a new bookstore. The books are primarily intended for black children. We'll give you a look inside the new store after the break. If you're traveling for spring break or Easter weekend, you'll want to know about gas prices around the area. North Carolina's current average is $3.41 a gallon for regular unleaded. That's six cents higher than it was last week. Raleigh's average is $3.44 a gallon, Durham is $3.43, and Fayetteville $3.42. To find the cheapest gas in your area, just go to WRAL.com and search Fuel Tracker. The rain couldn't stop the Durham Rescue Mission from celebrating Good Friday, but lightning did force organizers to move the annual Easter community dinner indoors. Hundreds of people turned out for the event at the Center for Hope on East Main Street. Tomorrow's Easter basket giveaway will now be a drive through event because of the rain expected. Volunteers will hand out baskets from 10 a.m. till noon or until supplies run out. A Raleigh couple hopes to spark a new interest, primarily among black families, for uplifting books about children. Dwayne and Victoria Scott Miller once sold books that they recommended out of the back of their car. Now they're filling a 364-square-foot space off Fayetteville Street in Raleigh for their new Library Station bookstore. They sought out books for children up to 18 years of age. We wanted books that exemplified their joy, their curiosity, and their humanity. The Millers plan to open the Liberation Station bookstore with a celebration on Juneteenth weekend. Thank you for making WRAL your choice for local news. As we say goodbye, I want to give you a live look outside. It is pouring out there. You can see roads are flooded. We have some power outages to tell you about. The full, uh, this is in Chapel Hill, the full report coming up on our news at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 on WRAL. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.